Medical Matters. Dr. Craig uh, Mamitele is our guest urologist at the Urology Hospital in Pretoria. Uh, he joins us now on the line. Uh, Dr. Craig, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate your time. Uh, it's a pleasure. Good evening to you and good evening to your listeners. So last uh, week we had the conversation around the issue of um, male reproductive systems. Uh, and uh, we had so many people wanting to be part of that conversation. We thought we needed to have part two of that conversation. And I think that the big issue is, of course, men wanting to understand um, whether it is uh, appropriate for us to be going to get checked uh, on a regular basis for issues that are male reproductive um uh, you know, senses, uh, centric, if I can say it that way. Um, w- what are your thoughts about that, uh, Dr. Craig, just as a, as a contextual sort of statement? Yeah, uh, for me, it's, it's a good thing if I hear people getting interested and calling and sending messages, uh, because we need to, 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 to do better as men. Um, 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 if, if I, I sometimes do talks, and whenever we talk about people who are getting old, we talk about retirement. So I talk about uh, investing in your sexual health so that even when you retire, when you have that money, um, you can function health-wise as well and sexually. But the main important thing, besides concentrating on the sexual organs, there are other things which can affect men. Yes. The older you get, the prostate is the major one. For the young stars until the age of early 30s, usually the testicular cancer. It's the one that we should um, also uh, talk about. Um, the middle age from 30s to elderly, penile cancer as well. So, and kidney cancer and bladder cancer. So that is the whole urogenital system. The older you get, the more you're exposed to those cancers besides talking about the sexual functioning. So and, and of course, the, sex, of the sexual functioning is usually a very big part of the conversation around, around men's um, reproductive health. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. It, one of the things that came out of our conversation last week was the fact that um, we sometimes discount the, the role that our psychological um, health has in whether or not we are are going to be getting full value of our uh, sexual health uh, reproductive system? Yes, it, it plays a major role. For an example, if you... Um, let me give a, 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 an example so that the listeners can follow. If you have a couple who are trying to have a baby and they're struggling a bit and then we come in, we start giving the timetable so that... Uh, this should be the time to have sex and things like that. It will increase your chances of pregnancy. That changes the way they have sex. It's no longer about intimacy. Mm-hmm. It's about we have to do this. Yes. Whether you like it or not. And, the, and, and that, takes, that, that pressure, takes everything out of it, yeah? That takes everything out of it. So the psychological aspect of it is very, very important as well. For an example, let's say a male um, is not performing well, and then a wife starts making comments, and like, you don't even satisfy me. Mm. 
to understand that that in in a way when he's supposed to have intercourse, and then you have that in the background, that yeah, you're no longer satisfying me. And then whenever she's happy or she's talking, you think that she's getting it some way. Mm. You understand? So yeah. you you end up having this thing that before you even start, you're wondering, will I make her happy? Will I disappoint her like the last time? And then with that, you remember when we talked and I said that uh, sometimes when you're anxious, um, um, it changes the whole way that the body works. Yeah. So the brain gets confused. When you're anxious, you kickstart what you call a, a flight and fight response because you're anxious. Mm. You either you run away or you start fighting. And when, when you do that, blood is shunted to the muscles instead to the genital system because it acts anticipate that in then erection falls away yes because blood is no longer going there so the psychological aspect is very very important so let me invite you as we talk to dr greg uh, craig mamitele he's a urologist and we we're talking about male sexual health uh and i'd like to focus a little bit on the relationship that your mind has with your body uh, and how we can sometimes get into a situation where we we sabotage our own relationships, sexual or otherwise, because our mind is just not in it. Uh, and as Dr. Craig has just said now, that sometimes that can really sabotage the health of uh, our relationships because uh, you are so... So fixated, fixated on the idea of performing, of performing rather than perhaps sharing uh, an intimate moment with your lover. So give us a call if you find that to be an issue for yourself. Because Dr. Craig, I, I, I wonder, and maybe let me put this as a, as a question. I don't know if any, um, intervention to try and make you, uh, a lot more responsive sexually at the level of the sexual organs themselves helps if the problem is psychological? Um, so if the problem is psychological, what is needed is to try and identify exactly to make a diagnosis. If it's anxiety related, we deal with that. If it's depression, we deal with that. Either you go through sessions and things like that. If your self-esteem is low in terms of sexual functioning because you've been having a hard time with your sexual problems, sometimes we need to send you to a psychologist so that uh, with your partner. It, um, I find it very well uh, to work. Uh, I find it it works better when your partner is there. Yeah. And we talk about this thing. Then we can explain that. Uh, we have different kind of erectile dysfunction. Sometimes there's a stage fright, someone that you meet for the first time, you're anxious, and then all of a sudden you disappoint, and then you're worried that they, they will talk about you. Not that you have a problem. Yeah. Sometimes we, if, the, if the partner is there, we can try and explain that, okay, if he's, if he's behaving like this, if he says stop, and just stop, you change, you do something else so that mm. he can relax and deal with that anxiety. Mm. And then as time goes, when the self-esteem gets better and better, the sexual functioning gets better as well because now he's more confident.
remember when we talked about yeah. alcohol playing yes. a part? So yeah. alcohol does two things. It's either if you go over the limit, um, when you get everything gets depressed because now you no longer uh, you no longer confident. You've drank too much that uh, you don't respond. Mm. But if if you've drank nicely and you are maybe we call it a street language, you tipsy, mm. you feel you can conquer. All of a sudden, you lose. You can talk to any woman because of that tipsiness. So you're very confident about yeah, the inhibitions are, are gone. Yeah. Are gone, yes. Yeah. But 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 if you go overboard, then and if if you suddenly you realize that uh, they only go see their partners when they're under the influence, mm-hmm. and then because of association, now they associate certain brand of alcohol with that. <laughs> Let me take a quick call from Anonymous in Johannesburg. Hi, Anonymous. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Go ahead. Yes, yes, man. Uh, I'm. I'm having a problem with with my rain. Like every time I'm passing my rain, I have to push it. Like I then went to 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 the doctor, to the GP, and then they took my blood, and then they took it to a laboratory. But the results when they came back, they said no, everything is fine. But every time when I when I when because I'm over forty, every time I, uh, when I pass the rain, it's like it's, it's inconsistent. I have to push it sometimes. Sometimes after pushing it, then for the second time, then it just flow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what might be the problem. You see. Dr. Craig? Yes. So um, what happens, remember when we talked, I said there's what we call male accessory sexual organs. Those are the uh, organs which are more on the inside that you don't see with the, with the naked eye. So um, on the inside, just below the bladder, there's a prostate. The prostate gets bigger and bigger as you get older. So urine has to go through the prostate. So from the age of 40, the symptoms, they start getting, uh, you start realizing that the way you urinate things change. So as it gets bigger, it starts closing the outlet of the bladder a bit. And then the older you get, the more that obstruction gets worse and worse. So for example, when you're young, a child, the prostate is wide open. There's no resistance in that bladder outlet. So when a child passes urine, it can either go all the way and jump the wall. As you get older and older, it starts getting closer to your shoes. It's because now there's a bladder outlet obstruction, which is due to a prostate. So prostate has three problems. One, it gets big with age. It will affect the way you urinate. Number two, the more you don't urinate properly and you don't, um, you keep on pushing, your prostate gets inflamed or end up with urine getting infections. And then you, all of a sudden you have urinary tract infections as a man. The third part of the prostate is when it develops cancer. So those are the three main things. So if your bloods are fine, the bloods for the prostate, we use them for screening to tell us if there's a possibility of a cancer, then we start checking more and getting a history. We may even do what we call a rectal exam to check if your prostate does it feel hard, then we start suspecting more of a cancer. There's medication, we call them alpha blockers. Your GP can start you with that. If the GP is not comfortable, they just need to refer you to a urologist, and then we can start you on, on treatment. The problem is if you keep on pushing, your bladder will cope for now, but the problem as as as, as the bladder is working hard for you to urinate, it gets thicker and thicker and thicker. And then later in life, 
your bladder will start getting lazy and it will lose the ability to push out. And if you come very late, even when we cut and do operations, the bladder will be lazy to push out urine. So I would advise the caller to get tested or checked and then be started on medication. If there's no improvement with oral medication, we think about surgical interventions while it's still early before the bladder gets tired. Hmm. Uh, and then, of course, uh, somebody on uh, our WhatsApp line saying, Perhaps I constantly have polyuria painful urination. I drink lots of water, especially during the day. I'm 50 years old and diabetic. Uh, lam- lemon uh, insulin treatment were... Oh, yeah, lemon uh, insulin treatment. What can I do uh, to remedy this polyuria condition, asks um, Anonymous. So usually diabetes and polyuria is investigated by physicians. But simple way of explaining it. When you're diabetic, you have a problem with sugar, which is high. So water will follow sugar and salt. So the more the sugar is high, one of the job of the kidneys is to try and reduce the amount of sugar uh, by, by, by making you pee urine, which has a lot of sugar. So just to give you a trick, in the olden days, before they realized that uh, they can do a test to check, to check if someone was diabetic, they used to test the urine. It will taste sweeter because you're diabetic, there's a lot of sugar. Mm. But now we have... How uh, did they taste? How did, how did they... Just put a finger and put it in your tongue. <laughs> that was in the ancient days. Okay. 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 So the, things have <laughs> things have, have have moved on, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So first, with that's what they need to check whether the sugar is controlled, because one of the things which makes someone to drink a lot of water in in diabetics is when the sugar is not controlled. So they get what we call polydips, so they feel like drinking. Uh, they, yeah, very so they thirsty, keep on yeah. drinking. Yeah, yes, they thirsty. get very tasty, so they keep on drinking. And then they drink a lot of water, and the more you drink, the more you're going to pass a lot of water. And then it goes with loss of weight. Another problem, if the kidneys are starting to get damaged because of high amount of urine. Mm. Another thing as well, um, the guys with the high BMI, those who are overweight and snoring, it also leads to polyuria as well. And then there are other things as well, like uh, liver diseases, where you have um, or, or cardiac problems or medication that they give you, which leads to uh, polyuria. Like uh, um, if you have diuretics when they're treating high blood pressure or heart failure, we're trying to reduce the amount of fluid in your body. We make you pee a lot with medication. So there's a lot of things. More information is needed. Probably the doctors treating you should start in um, uh, investigating. If it's a GP who can figure it out, rather be sent to a physician. And then if a physician thinks it's related to uh, kidneys, they will send you to a nephrologist. Mm. So, so, so the doctor would be the one back in the day that would taste... I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've come a long way. We've come a long way. <laughs> Teboko on uh, the WhatsApp line says, did your guest refer to 30-year-old as middle-aged? Let me assure you guys, I'm 
in my 30s and have never ever had so-called stage fright i don't know what stage fright is Deboho, but yay <laughs> for you Deboho. uh <laughs> really uh, what is stage fright uh, the dr mamidele maybe you can help us there so it's when when let's say um remember we classify erectile dysfunction differently yes so there's anxiety related and then there's ones that comes with um, um, uh, vascular problems, and then there are those which are related to, to anxiety. For an example, let's say you go out with uh, someone for the first time, mm. and then um, when time comes and maybe you are not expecting that things will go very easy for you, mm. and then all of a sudden they go easy, and then you don't respond the way you think you're supposed to respond. Mm. And then you're too anxious about it, and then things don't work out. Oh, but, uh, stage fright. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, some of these terms they get too strong for me. Uh, but, <laughs> but but it's it's it's. I think it's a very very important conversation to have. The ideas around why perhaps we we don't perform at that moment, and mm. and. It's not always about fright, right? It's, it's sometimes it's not sometimes it's not about about anxiety. Sometimes it's got to do with biological issues. It's got to it can it can have many many different idea. I mean, many many different reasons as to why a man is unable to perform at the moment when he should. It's not just about anxiety. And I'm saying anxiety because I'm I'm picking up on that word stage fright. Uh, it appears mm. that maybe that might be a narrative that's out there that suggests that it's because of some sort of fright. It might be other things, I imagine, uh, Dr. Yes, uh, sometimes it can be situational. Yeah. So, for an example, those with different partners find that when he's at home, he doesn't perform, but whenever he goes somewhere else, he performs. Yes. And if you don't sort out the things which are happening at home, yes. you think you have a problem. Yeah. And even if you come to me, if I check and I don't find anything, but you know that your body does work. Yes. But the problem is it's at home. Yes. And then you need to start thinking, what could be the problem at home? And then you start addressing that. It could be that uh, you and your wife, you fight too much. Yeah. You might find that you guys are losing a spark. Um, you no longer you have a routine which you don't spice it up as how they put it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I so hear it, it, yeah. I hear you. So it, it, it's some of the things that uh, whenever we, we, we were in a consulting room, yeah. it's just that when you come in with your partner, I might not ask you that uh, if you have another partner, what yeah. happened. Yeah. But if you're alone, I would ask you that um, do you have a mom or something. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a question you can't ask. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> And and what about this whole thing about about thirty uh, middle age? I mean, there are middle aged guys who also don't have stage fright. I'm, I'm just referring to the narrative that Tebogo seems to be um, uh, seems to be on to suggest that if you are middle aged, then you are going to have stage fright. But there are people who are thirty who can have stage fright, <laughs> to use his own words. And then there are middle-aged people who can be middle-aged and not have stage fright. So uh, that's why I'm saying, uh, Dr. Craig, that maybe we should be careful about the kinds of ideas we hold about certain conditions, particularly those mm. that have to do with uh, male sexual sexual health. Yes. Remember last week when I said um, 
um, the best time to function maximally in terms of sexual functioning mm. in most men. It's between teenagers until the age of 25, 28. Around oh, there. I see. That's where and then from there, it, it, it's going to be downhill. The downhill part, whether it's quick or slow, it depends on how you carry yourself. Yes. Yes. So if you don't take care of yourself, the downhill is very quick. So you can find a 35-year-old um, who's, Who's, who's in terms of physiological functioning is almost like a 60 year old. Yeah, yeah. And a 60 year old is killing himself functioning like a 30 year old. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Let me speak to Tabo in Menland, Pretoria. Hi, Tabo. Yeah, uh, bra, evening, bra, and your listeners, sure. not forgetting the doctor, the honorable doctor. So, uh, uh, bra, obza, let me start by saying you will be shocked about the backlog of the appointment for this. Uh, a, a urology BPH treatment in our public hospitals. You go to Pretoria Academic Hospital, you go to HF, you go to Kalafu, you go to Bara. Bra Obza is shocking. And then now it raises a question to me with what the doctor has been saying. If if the treatment is started early, then when you realize that you've got a BPH problem like myself, and then you you start the treatment and everything. It can stop cancer, you know, this what cancer and everything. Yeah. The problem is with this appointment, the 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 backlog. Now you are supposed to stay for two years, three years without the, seeing the the urologist. Now is it not going to affect ooh, the patient now you, when they are the poor of the poor? Yeah. That's number one. Number two, I wonder, doctor. Uh, the you know. Uh, I actually opted for uh, Ragzoom. Ragzoom as the option that is, as you know, Ragzoom is using water, which uh, which is very good in when you still want to plan to have big kids or something. Now I wonder if is there any option with less side effects for reproductive reproductive like to have kids after the operation is there more option and then about the rag zoom how many doctors in south africa if he's aware that are trained to use that rag zoom treatment because not all of them that can do that operation thank you so much Tabo, and thank you so much much appreciated rag zoom treatment dr craig what is that mm. so it's a it's a new new way of treating uh, uh, the benign the, 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 the enlargement of prostate without cutting it so you just inject stuff and then it will reduce the size and try and open up the prostate um, there are doctors who are doing it even in our hospital we have a couple of doctors who have, sta- who have started with that uh, medical aid is still coming along they're starting to approve it so that it's done um, it all depends on a doctor to doctor when something is new we need to buy into it we need to look at the numbers mm-hmm. and things like that in terms of research, they're the, 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 the giving positive results about it. That's why even in our hospital, a uh, urology hospital, they've started. So they, I think I just need to get an update. Soon we'll get an update. Yes. And then um, if, 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 if the numbers are good in, in our institution, it will be publicized. And then most of us will start doing it as well. But uh, we do have doctors who are doing it here in South Africa. When it comes to state, um, um, it's a problem. Remember, as you know, um, the Steve Pico, for example, is that one that he's talking about. Mm. 
it covers the whole of Mpumalanga. There are doctors who are at Wheat Bank and and uh, Nels Brig currently. But uh, before, when I finished, Mpumalanga, Nels um, Brig and, and, and Wheat Bank, they didn't have a urologist. So that means the whole of Mpumalanga must come here. Mm-hmm. Because still have to serve healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so the numbers makes, are makes huge. You, makes you wonder how we're going to do this NHI thing, huh? Hey? Yeah, I, yeah. I, you just yeah. wonder how we're going to... Anyway, but that's just another story altogether, <laughs> Doctor. Yeah, Dr. That, Craig, that, yeah, that one, it will yeah. be more political and people Eesh. are running the hospitals to decide on. Yeah. Uh, because not currently not everyone can afford the private medical. Mm. But um, it is very important that um, um, treatment should be started early. People can consult. Mm. Although the, there's a there's a cure, but if you consult, they can start the medication, mm. Mm. and then uh, to try and save the bladder. And then um, while you getting worked up about the BPH, they also screen and investigate for possible cancer, yeah. so that they can intervene early if there's signs which may suggest that there's cancer. Number of messages coming through on our WhatsApp line. Kosana Kiyose says, uh, "My bladder cannot control urine." The GP gave me meds, but the meds messed up my testosterone. I've been taking injections and I don't see any improvements. What could this be? Uh, asks Gosana. Uh, it will depend. Um, the bladder, like any other organ, it's also controlled by spinal cord. Um, whether what treatment that the GP gave, whether they gave the correct treatment and things like that. Um, when he says bladder can con- he can control his urine, um, is it the edge or is, is he leaking? We need more information. But um, for proper assessment, I think he should be referred to a specialist, the urologist, and then uh, we can try and help. Uh, let's play a voice note from Triple H. To be anonymous, a paraplegic with a diabetic who used to perform very great in the past in the past uh, year, two years but recently through there's nothing there is not even a response in whatever I do so it really worries me how can I remedy this condition Dr. Craig all right. Um, I think I heard him saying he's paraplegic and diabetes, mm. diabetic. So as you remember when we talked last week that um, the penis is also controlled through the nervous system. And the communication is through the nerves going into the spine, then ending in the brain. And then the brain, when it responds, it sends messages through the spine and uh, via the nerves to the target organ, which is the genitals. So if he's paraplegic, it will depend on what level of, of, of the injury or whatever that is causing paraplegia. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing, it will also depend that is it a complete, if it's an injury, complete transaction or injury, is it something which can recover or not? Or is it medical problems which are affecting the, uh, the, 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 the central nervous system, which are progressive in nature, that um, you find that... Um, um, the, 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 the the condition that he has, it's not halted. It keeps on getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. And then another important thing, 
is is diabetes controlled because if you're diabetic and it's not controlled, what it means is that the damage it's carrying on and on and on. So if he's taking medication, he doesn't check. They don't prioritize controlling it fully. He doesn't um, uh, commit to eating properly or taking medication properly because what I what I tell my patients, especially diabetes, our role as doctors is to advise on treatment. The person who needs to work hard on controlling diabetes is the patient himself. Mm-hmm. Meaning changing the your diet. When you change your diet you basically looking on what you take in, being active, being consistent in taking your medication. The problem with diabetes, people, they are just happy to take medication, but they're not committing in diet, in activity, and going regularly to check and be concerned that, is my sugar controlled? Mm. Because uh, if you don't do that, yeah. the, 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 the damage carries on. Yeah. And of, there's no magic. Number of uh, messages coming through on the uh, on the WhatsApp line. Uh, Anonymous continues, says, but Aubrey, what if you can't have an erection during real sex? Having a naked woman in front of you, but uh, have maximum erection in the middle of the night while dreaming about having sex, Um, says uh, Anonymous. I suppose those are anxiety issues because it's not like he doesn't, it's not like he can't have an erection because he has one when he's dreaming about sex, but when he's in front of a woman, uh, he says he can't have a an erection. It might be issues of anxiety, again, psych- psychological issues, Doc? Yes, yes, that is true. Because one of the things, for an example, um, when you're young and your testosterone is within normal limit, even mm. when you're older, mm. uh, one of the things which should happen is regular erections uh, early hours of the morning mm. and in the morning. Uh, during what we call the REM sleep, you should get those erections. Mm. That's a sign that you have enough testosterone. When you see your, your spontaneous erections, that when they start reducing, mm. it's a sign that your testosterone is going down. And so we start checking on that. But yeah. if he is still getting those erections at night, what it means to us when, we, when he tells us that is that he still has enough testosterone, the only problem he needs to deal with the psychological part. Yes. Yes. Vusi says, hi, Aubrey, please ask the doctor, do kidneys, kidney problems form part of the prostate? I'm 49, uh, I'm 49 years old and undergoing treatment at Bara for suspected kidney problems. Uh, blood and urine tests were conducted and no problem was detected. Since I work in the construction industry, I've been told to constantly drink water whenever I go through work fitness tests and have been ignoring this call over the years. Thank you for a good show, says Vusi Masego. So it depends. For an example, um, maybe let's, the flow of urine. Let's start with the flow of urine. Mm -hmm. Remember the kidney, what it does, it filters blood. And then whatever that is not needed, um, the kidney will will form urine. And then that urine is supposed to flow from the kidney to the bladder. It uses what we call a ureter. There's a tube which connects the kidney and the bladder. Mm. So the pressures um, on the other side of the bladder must be low Mm. for that urine to flow into the bladder. Mm. So when the prostate gets bigger and bigger and starts causing an obstruction, 
and when you pee and uh, when the bladder is full and you pee and the bladder neck doesn't open up and the prostate is closing Mm. you're generating a lot of pressure around that bladder Mm. some of it starts going up you may even end up with what we call a reflux when the bladder is struggling as it thickens it starts blocking that tube ureter Mm. so urine can get into the bladder nicely Mm. and then that ureter dilates and then it's under pressure that pressure is transferred to the kidneys and then later you end up with kidney problems because of a prostate. Mm, mm, the mm. other way around, it's also true. You can have kidney problems which later affect the sexual functioning as you get to have kidney failure and things like that, mm. especially if you're not getting treatment and things like that. So KGB Windscreen says, uh, Hi, Brobs, uh, what causes loss of... Um uh, what causes loss of erection immediately when I insert a condom? Uh, it causes a drift between me and my partner uh, because there are times when we have to condomize. Erection comes back when I take it off, says uh, Anonymous. Probably doesn't like the condom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, you see, you see b- b- because it appears to me that we underestimate certain psychological issues and how they can affect our biology, as it were, uh, Dr. Craig. Because um, yeah, it, it appears that there's nothing wrong with him in terms of having an erection at certain times. It's mm. only when he puts on a condom. So there's a, probably some sort of association that he has with a condom in his mind that, that, that hinders the whole process. Mm. Or maybe it kills the mood. Hey, but, but, but then, but then, then, then that's not a biological problem. That's not a, a physiological problem. That's more psychological, isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. So, so, so we, it appears to me that we need to do a lot more work in understanding that maybe some of the physical problems we have are psychosomatic. Yes, that is true. That's, that's well put. Yeah, big, big. That's why we, we also have what we call um, um, kind of the, 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 the people who do sexual counseling. Yes. Um, Sexologists. Yeah. Yes. So people like sexologists, you are, you are able to talk to them. I, I think let me stress one of the things which usually happens. Mm. When someone has a problem, for an example, they have some kind of a problem sexually. The way you talk, the way you volunteer the information mm-hmm. plays a big role in me understanding what your problem is. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You understand? Yeah. Because if you come in and say, hey, um, the young man is very lazy. Yeah. So I must figure it out. I don't have psychic powers. Yeah. Or I've never seen what exactly you're complaining exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't tell me, Sometimes they want to over-exaggerate mm. things like there's nothing, talk, nothing, 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 nothing. Rather try and explain to me. But what, what, someone will con- say there's nothing, there's no yeah. power. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there's no power, dog. There's nothing, there's nothing. The wife is leaving. But we have a way of catching them out. You just ask them, when was the last time you had uh, sex? So no, but last week. Mm. But, but you said there's nothing. So how you present, be, have, have a way of expressing it and talking about it. Because if you say you have a problem, I would ask you, 
when last week you had intercourse, what was wrong? What is it that you were not happy sure, about? Sure. I'm not being sarcastic. I'm yeah. trying to understand, understand yeah. that what is the main problem? Is it when you start? Is it when you were busy? Or when you finish? Because some, they think that uh, as you get older and older, after doing the first round, he wants a second round. And that the gap between the recovery between the rounds as you get older and older. Yeah, we, 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 also, we also need to have a conversation, Doc, about this mentality of viewing sex as a, as a, as a soccer match. You know, you, 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 <laughs> no, no, honestly, we, 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 because sometimes I think guys, guys put themselves into a position that is untenable because their mindset is that, oh, I must, hey, I must, hey, I must win. We must make love here, people. We must make love. Beautiful uh, thing. Not punish. Not punish somebody, <laughs> not win a game, not win a bet. Just make love. Do- Dr. Craig Mamidele, please give us your contact details. I've run out of time. All right. So I'm in three hospital in pri- uh, private practice. I'm at the urology hospital. Uh, the number to make an ap- appointment is 12 and then Acacia, it's in the Pretoria North area. It's zero one two five double two double one nine zero. And then in Soshanguve, Buchilo Private Hospital, zero one two seven nine eight seven zero three zero. And then there will be someone to answer the phone and explain. Sure. Mm, Dr. Craig Mamitele, thank you so much for joining us, my brother. I appreciate your time.